Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the American Age Podcast. This is your host, C. Travis Webb, editor of the American Age, and I am speaking to you from uh, Orange, um, Orange, California, Orange County. Hi, this is Stephen G. Fullwood, and I'm the co-founder of the Nomadic Archivist Project. I'm coming to you from a wet Harlem, and um, good afternoon, good morning, Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Seth Rodney. I'm a senior editor at the Hyperallergic Blog, and uh, I'm coming to you from the South Bronx. And I'm sad, but I'm glad to be with yeah. y'all. Yeah. Um, this is to remind our listeners that we practice a form of what we like to call intellectual intimacy, which is giving each other the space and time to figure out things out loud and together. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff to figure out mm. uh, today. Mm. Uh, and I, I know I personally was very much looking forward to the podcast uh, today. Um, mm -hmm. Just because I knew that uh, I could have, I, I knew that we could have a conversation uh, that is true to what we strive for, which is to mm -hmm. bring our emotional selves, but also our intellectual selves um, to the problem at hand, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. um, there seems that seems to be lacking mm -hmm. uh, right now. Mm -hmm. So even where we disagree, mm -hmm. obviously. So um, you guys are in the thick of it um, in in mm -hmm. every sense of that word mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> all of its valences. Um, mm -hmm. And so uh, why don't you guys just take the lead? Um, tell me what you guys are thinking, feeling, what's going on in New York, what's going on as black men in America. Mm. I'll let I you start, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> I was referring <laughs> to you. Um, uh, but um, there's just so much to cover. I mean, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm grief, fatigue at this point, directly mm. for folks who have died that I've known most recently, but also just j the demonstrations, the, if it weren't for technology, we wouldn't have, you know, evidence of the misconduct by police. If like, you know, if there weren't so many things going on right now, things wouldn't be sort of progressing towards justice. But at the mm. same time, it's sort of, um, I mean, I just wanted to cancel today. Unlike you, um, Travis, I was just feeling overwhelmed and sort of, um, in pain and trying mm -hmm. to figure out how to deal with that pain. Mm -hmm. um, wanted to rest and I can't really rest right now. I feel very agitated, but um, mm -hmm. talking to you guys before the podcast, I started to sort of calm down a bit, mm -hmm. but it's thinking like Harlem is like, I live near 125th street, which is like the artery through which certain parts of 125th, there is an addiction artery. So there are people who are out on the street who are mm. homeless or semi-homeless mm. or living in shelters. Mm -hmm. And now that we have this for the last three to four days, we've had a, um, we've had a uh, curfew. Like I'm so concerned about people who are so vulnerable, right? Mm. I can go to my house. I can close the door. I can even sit on my porch because we're so because curfew vi curfew <laughs> rules are so fucking vague. You're supposed mm. to be in the house, or you're supposed to be at a house, mm. you know, or, or on a porch. And so, mm -hmm. um, as I mentioned earlier, a friend of mine died. His name is Ron Simmons, Doctor Ron Simmons, who, um, for the last fifty years of his life, he was he died when he was seventy. He really worked hard at making um, 
helping HIV and AIDS black men who identify as gay or bisexual um, to help give give them resources through education, through other kinds of resources. And this man spent his life doing that and several other things. He was amazing. There's a piece I did on mm-hmm. him for Lambda Literary that went, just went up today. It's just a snippet of the kinds of sort of activity he had been involved in. Unfortunately, it was Fortunately for me, he was a friend of mine, donated some of his papers to the Schomburg and some of them to the National Museum, and just wrestling with personal grief and then social grief <laughs> has been really um, painful for me. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want to leave it because because I want to kind of get into some more specifics later on, but I want to give you, you know, let's have a conversation rather than the monologue. So, so, yeah. so one of the things I wanted to say, and thank you for this for that, um, Stephen, because um, when you, when it feels like, and this is maybe more of, a, more of a properly stated as a kind of observation of what this show is and what, what the podcast does, um, it feels like when you guys speak about how you feel about things, it gives me permission to do so. And I think mm-hmm. our listeners also feel that way. Um, I want to take a slightly different tact though and talk about sort of what the problems are um, that we're facing. Um, Stephen mentioned the curfew. The curfew has been imposed by I think it's the governor. I don't, or is it the mayor? No, it's de Blasio. Or, it's de Blasio. I think it's de Blasio. Okay, de Blasio. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding okay. as well. So it has imposed a curfew for, of 8pm from I think Tuesday of this week through Friday of this week. Is that correct? Something like that? I believe so, but it's likely to be continued. But go ahead. I'm right. sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. No, not at all. Um, I appreciate the clarification. So that is related to what I think is the core issue of policing in the United States in general being constructed as primarily from the state side, from the um, from the from the uh, perspective of law enforcement agencies is constructed essentially as a as a means of to, of f- f- social control through physical violence essentially that's what every poli- to to be clear that's what every police force is oh, fair, fair, fair enough fair enough yeah, I mean, but what the pandemic has done is it's made clear that that use or that approach to providing a means or social safety for people in a moment where there's righteous anger being expressed in the streets, mm. protests regarding the arbitrary use of state power um, that results in people being harmed or killed is precisely the wrong approach. Like this mm. is when we don't need that to happen. And what and what's sort of making that clear to a lot of people and what's provoking calls for the abolish the abolishing of police departments or policing mm-hmm. or the defunding of police departments is this. This is why people are saying this. Um, looking at a, a tweet, um, or I'm actually looking at a Vox article, um, which is mm-hmm. called, which is um, police targeted journalists covering the George Floyd protest. Mm-hmm. And, and the article lists a few of the more egregious um, instances where police directly fired on journalists. They're mm-hmm, firing right. rub- rubber bullets, but one of them, Linda Torado, lost an eye. Yeah. Permanently lost her eye. Right. Um, 
covering the um, the uh, uprisings in Minneapolis. Omar, Omar Jimenez, who was up uh, working for CNN, was arrested on camera um, after showing his credentials, arrested and then later released a, a few hours later. But and and the and the what's the um, the excuse given by the arresting officers, or their spokespeople, was that he didn't obey orders, lawful orders, to move. And you can hear on the recorded, oh, yeah, no, it's, on the it's reco- on, on the record, right, that he's yeah. specifically saying to them, "Whatever you want us where to do, do you want us to go? Where yeah, do you want us, us to go? Oh, we'll move yeah. there. We're fine. Like just, just yeah. tell us where you need us to go." And they arrested him anyway. Blatant um, lies. Blatant, blatant lies. And then. One of the other ones I wanted to... Um, oh, this one I found particularly loathsome and hurt me in a way that like the, 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 the physical beatings of protesters, it did something else for me. Mm-hmm. It was what occurred in North Carolina, where in the protest in Asheville, they set up a medical tent with saline supplies and water bottles and bandages. And the cops literally surrounded the thing. They, they, they Actually, the, the woman who reported on what happened, I don't remember her name, but she, I saw her uh, rep- uh, account on Twitter, reported that they came in, slammed everyone to the ground, threw them out of the medical tent, and then began destroying the tent. So apparently, they methodically stomped and stabbed all the water bottles poured out everything, got rid of everything, and decimated the place. And this, and let's put aside for a moment that this is a complete contravening of the Geneva Conventions regarding warfare, right? And if, mm-hmm. if we're going to consider this warfare, just put that aside for a moment. Like, why the fuck are you going in to destroy a medical tent, which is only set up to help people? That right. is all, it's, that's all, it's, that's its only purpose, right? It's to mm-hmm. help People who are in physical, medical uh, risk, right? right? Like I just so for me. So, so, oh, I'm sorry, one, one, one second. Um, I know I've been talking a while, but for me, this is the problem. The problem is the, the cavalier use of violence um, to hurt and maim people in the name of creating social control. But I don't think it's cavalier. I think it's direct. Uh, Okay, no, right, it's intentional. No, it's intentional. intentional. So I find, so my problem, my problem with focusing on, not not in the George Floyd case or any number of other specific cases that we've talked about, my problem with focusing on the police and not institutional racism in general Mm -hmm. is that that's just one head of the hydra mm-hmm. right. and and and, and maybe and maybe the biggest head maybe the head with teeth i, I grant you that i mean I, I think i think there's not a single person that has a secure domicile and a dependable job that doesn't want there to be a monopoly on violence mm-hmm. uh, to be pos- to for the state to have a monopoly on violence because you want to because violence is a part of human history it's not going to be separated from it and you want there to be a sanctioned regulated body that is permitted to use it against other people that would perpetrate violence mm-hmm. so the idea of defunding the police like i know you were just recounting it mm-hmm. and, and 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 i understand that there's an emotional reaction but 
the idea that you could have a civil society of 300 million strangers without a police force is, I'm just going to say it, a child's idea. This is not, there is no conceivable community on that scale in which you could not have a sanctioned body that is permitted to use violence to stop violence. It's just, there's, there's no way to start that. So the real problem is institutional multifarious metamorphic racism mm. this is the problem and, and it is it's and i had mentioned this to you uh, in an email in that brief email exchange we had with len like you we are losing this fight because we do not understand that it is a guerrilla war mm. this is not the, i mean i'm glad that people are demonstrating i'm glad that people are out i'm glad that the issue is being raised i do understand that uh, violence will sometimes create an urge. There was an article about this that it will sometimes create an urgency for change. So, like, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I'm not even saying, like, oh, no, you shouldn't be violent. I'm not, I, I, I mean, I don't want people to get hurt, but I mean, the police are already doing that. So, oh, yeah. like, uh, yeah. So, I, so I, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is that what, what is going to affect real change are things like, more non-white men as police officers, mm-hmm. right? So we, I mean, so well, the, um, well, let me let me have you jump in, Steve, and then, mm-hmm, and then and yeah, then please don't lose your thought. So, I'm just so, saying that so, there have been, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like in L- the LAPD, for example, is currently now they're getting flack recently, but up until recently, they were held up as one of the more model uh, metropolitan police departments in the United States because of all of the changes they underwent after the Rodney King beating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sixty percent of LAPD are non-whites. Mm-hmm. They're they're blacks, Hispanics, et cetera, et cetera. Now there's still a great minority of of, of uh, female police officers. Mm-hmm. You want so there is a deep problem in the police force right now in that um, they skew more conservative. They can mm-hmm. skew they skew more white male, and they skew more conservative than even typical conservatives. Mm. That's a problem. That the only solution to which is. I would argue, and I guess Stephen will push back on that, that you need to have more people that don't look like me and look like you and look like women carrying badges and guns. Mm-hmm. That's that's what would make a better society. But but and defunding the police is not a solution to anything but someone's masturbatory fantasy about human nature. Mm-hmm. Well, there are two thoughts about that. So I'll take the defunding mm-hmm. the police. So. Mm-hmm. The, it, the concern and the thought I have with regards to abolition, ab, uh, abolishing prisons or, abol- um, or defunding the police, like for me, that these are imaginative projects that could possibly lead us in better directions about how to mm. do this work. Mm-hmm. So that I don't dismiss outright, and I don't think it's a childish idea. I think it's really something, it's, it's fatigue, it's exhaustion of being continuously surveilled and abused by the police and mm-hmm. abused by the system. So I understand that response and I also feel like, yes, let's find, let's look at other models for managing the society. Absolutely. Um, secondly, I think when it comes to, um, if you look like me, that means <laughs> you won't hurt me or that you'll take me into consideration. I do think blue is deeper than black. I think it's deeper mm. than white. I think it's deeper than female. I definitely think so because some of the more, some of the egregious um, responses to folks demonstrating have been people who have been black males who've been fucking and, and, and 
intentionally targeting people who've been trying to film them while they're doing shit? No, absolutely freaking not. I think that's a beautiful thing to think about. And it brought to mind what I, I what James Baldwin said in one of his essays years ago about the white policeman. Actually, it was in two, it was both in mm. if Bill Street could talk and an essay, slightly different, that you don't want that policeman to actually see you as a person because if they see you, that's a you know, you're a target. So it's better that they ignore you. But I've talked mm. to black police officers and sometimes on the surface, we're having a human interaction, but I don't doubt for a minute. That if the chips were if the chips were down, and he thought of me as a threat, do I think he would treat me more human than a white police officer? I have no idea. I have no faith in that. Well, let me let me jump in with the with the mm-hmm. anecdote. So you remember the Freddie Gray situation, right? I think this happened mm-hmm. in it was either mm-hmm. Baltimore, or Detroit. I, I get them. I think it was Baltimore. I think it's Baltimore, Baltimore too. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and he they arrested him on some drug charge or something, and mm-hmm. he's placed in the back of a van, and it's, and they intentionally right. hurt this man. Um, said that he was going to have a quote unquote rough ride, and basically almost severed his head from his spine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the arresting yeah. officers, I remember this. There were I think four or five of them implicated. Um, mm-hmm. Eventually. Uh, disciplined uh for this action although i think they were they were also criminally charged but they were found innocent of those charges mm. one black woman was among them and i think two black men if i remember mm-hmm. correctly so mm-hmm. i remember looking at that picture that 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 uh panoramic shot of all the people involved in mm-hmm. um basically killing this man murdering this man um yeah. uh, 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 on the way to taking him to um be arraigned and I remember thinking, yeah, that's that's absolutely no guarantee of safety for anybody. So, um, two things. One, um, I hear what you're saying, Stephen, about abolishing the police force being kind of an uh, an imaginative aspiration that helps fuel and motivate change. So, I, I can I hear that. I I don't know that I grant that. Uh, mm-hmm. capacity mm-hmm. to most social media um, users that are deploying that term. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think that it's less um, uh, productive than that. But I, I will grant that maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong. So I, I, I have no problem because I do believe in um, "Quote unquote naive imaginatives can absolutely propel absolutely. Uh, more yeah. more ethical action. I, I believe in that as a as a possibility. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I I do I do hear what you're both saying about blue potentially running deeper than than scale. I mean, first of all, to be clear, I, the, the the race thing. You know where I stand mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. as a useful construct at all. Mm-hmm. But but it's here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and my my suggestion, my hypothesis mm-hmm. is that the so it's not uh, on that alone, mm-hmm. right? Just because you have a greater diversity of police officers would not on its own produce right. a more just use of force. Right. But in conjunction with a concerted effort to recruit and participate in police force as a remedy to this problem, I believe that you would encourage more like-minded people to get involved in policing. And I would say that I would, in in the examples that you gave, my hope with, so this might be my naive hope, is that 
part of the reason why you see that is because there are so few non-white men as uh, police officers in the United States with a handful of municipal police departments that are exceptions and probably some smaller police departments in the South. It, because of that, there you're essentially constantly under emotional and intellectual threat of being called out is not true blue. Of course. And so, of a, course. And so mm-hmm. a black male officer, a black female officer, a brown male, brown female officer are always feeling like they have to, to, um, to prove themselves. And so it makes it more difficult for them to stand up for things that they might intuitively feel are wrong. And so I would say if you, th- there's not, my, my hypothesis is there's not enough. You need more, mm-hmm. right? Not just not. I mean, like you know, whites are like twenty percent of police. White males are twenty percent of police. Like, it's hard for me to imagine that. It's not that I think that there are different capacities for violence in human beings. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's not true. Of course, we all share similar capacities for violence. But because of the type of social tapestry that we're dealing with and the fucked up history that we've had in this country Mm -hmm. around race, just totally fucking sideways. Like, we're all sideways about it. We're all fucked up about it. We're all completely fucking stupid about the race thing. Mm -hmm. Just, Mm -hmm. I I was really angry yesterday about it. I mean, it just, it's so frustrating. I don't even know how to enter into conversations with people about how fucking stupid it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But here we are. This is what we're living in. Mm. And so I'm trying to think, like, what what's a viable solution? What could come at the end of this uprising? What could literally mm-hmm. come at the end of this uprising? It's not going to be defunding the fucking police department. Right, it's no like, one that can afford that, to buy a Maserati, which is who you need to be on board with these movements, is going to say defund the police department. Right. That's not going to happen. I, I agree. I completely agree. So, so, so what, but I want to say this, and I think Stephen's comment about blue being deeper than black is... Um, in some ways, a, a kind of simplification of of of, of this issue, mm-hmm. and I think this issue is that absolute power corrupts absolutely. So what happens is when people put on the blue uniform and they have, and they're in a circle of peers, which are constantly telling them, "Yo, you gotta you gotta man up. You gotta do this. Mm-hmm. You gotta do that. You, gotta, you can't you can't you know Great you can't phrase. let them talk to you like that. You can't let them walk all over you because yeah. shit will yeah. go down and blah blah blah." Yeah. And, and, you know, to put a finer point on it, remember when fuckface Von Clownstick had his knee on George Floyd's neck, who was the guy standing in front of him, right? He was an Asian officer. He was an Asian officer, that's right. So, so here's the thing. I think there needs to be a combination of things. And I understand as we say this, and as I say, as I'm speaking, that um, that there are lots of other good ideas out there as well for reforming police forces. But one, I think they do have to just have less power. I think we need more people who are non-white males. Absolutely. I think we also need to, they just need to have less power. They just need to have, like, I don't think that all cadres of police officers should be carrying guns. I don't, I don't mm. think you, I don't think you need, I think that can be part of the force, but it doesn't need to be all of them. Two, I think they need way yeah, more training, especially more training on just diffusing uh, uh, potentially violent situations. I think mm. it's ridiculous that po- cops can become cops in a matter of months where it takes years to become a medical doctor. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Get your fucking PhD in English. For- right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> or even to practice law. And all, yeah. of, these, all of these professions 
are just as crucial to maintaining the social order as policing, yeah. right? So there's that. And also, um, um, we need to break, we absolutely need to break over our knees um, police, uh, um, what do you call it? Unions? Yes. They need yeah, to be union. Yeah, broken, yeah, I agree. Yeah, broken yeah, yeah, yeah. into. Police unions are a serious they need problem. To, they need to, in this. no. Yeah. That, I mean, you have that white supremacist crow in Minneapolis saying basically that all of the actions that protesters are taking have no validity. Oh yeah, mm. absolutely. And cops and cops maybe every once in a while do something wrong, but that's only like one or two. What are they also like, they going to ah. say? Oh my. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we have police unions need to be broken. So, I want to say something to Travis um directly about mm. the idea of those non-white or non-male police officers who do feel some uh pressure to represent the blue or represent law and order in a particular kind of way. I just want to say this, mm. fuck them. <laughs> if they can't be human, <laughs> fuck them. Fuck, <laughs> fuck those white cops who don't see our humanity. Fuck those black cops. Fuck those Asian cops. Fuck all of them. Because mm. I'm thinking you're also making a decision here. You're not just, this isn't whether or not you want to go to somebody's poker game. You're talking about someone's motherfucking life that you exactly. have no right to Man. to impose this. De-escalate, de-escalate, de-escalate. We see this time and time again when it comes to people who are not black or brown or woman, you know, in cases. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I find yeah. it troubling that our standard for humanity is so goddamn low. Mm. You know, our imaginations are so fucking poor that we can't see a way to this man eight fucking minutes and 43 seconds on his neck, on George mm. Flo- Floyd's neck. Mm. This is and exhaustingly I think pitiful. Mm. Yeah, I think the thing that makes it even more that 843 is that he was unresponsive and probably dead for over two minutes. Yeah, how about that? Uh, I mean... Well, I I mean, but but, but, so if we're going to break down what happened with George Floyd, let's let's, let's actually, let's let's go through it. Because not only was he on his neck, it was actually eight minutes and 46 seconds now. That's that's where the, that's what the commemorations Mm. are are doing. Mm. Or 46? 46, Yeah. he may have known him. He may have worked beside this man yes. because they were both yes. working security for a club in Minneapolis for a long time. Some people surmise that they did not meet, but they did work at the same place. So they may, he may very well have known them. So here's, here's how that could play out. One is uh, he, know, he knew the guy and he just couldn't see him in the moment because all he saw was black man threat, right? So mm-hmm. the dehumanization just, you know, it, it's, it's on, this, this, you know, the spigots on full blast when he puts on a uniform, so he just doesn't see any black person as human. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or he knew him and he just resented him, and he had like a moment where he thought like he could, since he had power over this man, he could punish him for whatever he he wanted to punish him. Mm-hmm. Another aspect of this um, is that in his last moments, he was calling for his mother, um, George Floyd was, and apparently his mother died two years ago. So that kind of like puts another twist of the knife for me into the whole thing. Um, the other officers have been arraigned, or rather arrested. They are, mm-hmm. they are being held in under um, three, three quarters of a million dollars bail each. So $750,000. Um, 
Um, this is only this is only because people have been marching in the streets Absolutely. around the world, without a doubt. That is the only reason this is happening. Absolutely, that's true. A absolutely. So, um, uh, on the one hand, it, I am grief stricken, and I'm I'm fucking exhausted myself. I really had trouble sleeping the last few days, uh, nights. Um, I've been. More, but more what I've seen, what I've seen the story of George Floyd and the sort of, sort of things that have, the sort of incidents that have spiraled out from this, in, mm -hmm. from, from this precipitating uh, uh, situation is that I just, I have a really hard time concentrating. I have a really hard time like, mm -hmm. focusing on getting writing done. And I and I can't uh, quite yeah. articulate why. It just feels like I'm not. I'm just. I can't get all of myself here like, mm. because the fucking house is on fire. Exactly. Well said. That, that's absolutely. why. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. The house is literally on fire. And this is not the racial terror. It's COVID nineteen. Anyway, <laughs> why do yeah. people think? I joked about it before. People are expecting to learn French and be ripped and, you know, to do other work all the time. You know, when this is over, that's right. the line. When this is over, it's like pandemic. My, my cousins, I have a niece who works in a hospital and she and I talk and she goes, I'm just so tired all the time. I'm like, you work at a hospital. You never stopped working. You, yeah. you know, and I have to remind yeah. people that. This is a grieving time. It's a, you know, it's a time that you have yet to sort of, what you say, bring yourself back or, or assemble yourself. Mm. This is a different thing. This is a very good time to pay and to be, to pay attention to your body and pay attention mm. to these moments mm. and to re yeah. and to really love on people because this is a hard, hard time. Mm. So yeah, mm. this is why, I mean, <laughs> it's, and then you can't close your eyes because then there's Brianna Taylor. The young mm. woman who was mm. shot up by cops in her mm. own house, in her own mm. bed, mm -hmm. the, the presupposing that they they no sir a no a no knock warrant or what is that what it's called no knock warrant I think that yeah. I think that is what they're yeah. called. So they came in and fired at her, and they said that he was firing back. The man, her boyfriend, had a gun registered. There were no drugs. What kind? What the fuck is this? So just as you're trying to put to bed in some kind of way, how you feel about stuff and just kind of rest and maybe drink some water, other things are popping up. And so yeah. it's, it's a difficult time to be alive. Uh, um, not to, you know, the only thing I would, and the reason you know, I caught some flack for this, um, uh, you know, the thing, the only way I see forward, practically speaking though, is just as, you know, as much as I, I'm, I am with Stephen on the fuck them if they can't see your common humanity. I, I understand that, and I think that's right. The only way that I know, the only reliable way that I know to provoke that response from an obstinate human that wants to see you as an instrument or a threat is to try and summon their humanity right mm. mm -hmm. okay. and, to, tr and right. to try to humanize them, which fails a lot of the time. Right. But what other tool do you have? Because you don't have a gun. Right. Like you, it, it is true that violence works. Like the idea that violence doesn't work is of course, complete and utter nonsense. Mm -hmm. the, the shape of the world is shaped by violence. Yeah. Absolutely. Borders are, to are, are mm -hmm. yes. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. Hands down. Yes. It's nonsense to suggest that violence does not shape the world. Right. Um, but, 
But neither you nor I, nor any of the people that we care and love about, or the people whose ideas we believe in, are soldiers, nor do we have soldiers. Mm-hmm. And, and so our recourse is to humanize our enemy. And I do believe that the police force is unfortunately becoming an enemy mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to be. But I do think it is becoming a bastion for retrograde ideals. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And but but our, I feel like our only real weapon in that fight is to humanize them and thereby hopefully summon their humanity in response to us. Because otherwise, I don't know how we win the fight. I hold that. I hold that gently. What you just said, I hold it gently. Um. And I go back to something you said earlier about, God, I just had it a moment ago, and it's like our only recourse. And it's the idea of civil disobedience and, and all these different things that are sort of happening. There is, if we can't see ourselves in the enemy, like we are part, we are part of a body politic, mm-hmm. we are all connected mm-hmm. to one another, our fortunes really do depend upon each other in com- different mm-hmm. kinds of communities, absolutely. I was talking to Carla, my friend today, who brought up something I thought was really important, and it connects to what you're saying. And there's this guy. His name is Derek Colvin. Is that his name? This is the um, officer who had his knee on the neck of George Mm -hmm. Floyd, right? Mm -hmm. And she said that there were moments where someone was filming him, and she saw him look at the camera twice, or look in that direction twice. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she said, now, Stephen, what was he thinking? What was he thinking when it was happening? And what was he thinking when he was charged with murder murder and arrested? Like, what was he thinking? How was he? Mm. She goes, his world must have been just been turned upside down because maybe up until that point, he'd been authorized to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm trying to get to that humanity thing you're talking about, because I think mm-hmm. that's the only way too. It's just mm. that I'm resentful of it. Mm. I'm resentful mm. yeah. of having yeah. to <laughs> employ or to, yes. you know, I feel like I'm looking at, you know, what was it? Um, uh, Frederick Douglass, agitate, 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 because this is how you're going to get shit done. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, sort of explain to someone that your fortune is connected to my fortune, no matter how mm-hmm. separate you think everything mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. You've been mm-hmm. told lies. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder even if the white journalists themselves who have been shot upon <laughs> by the police and tear gassed, mm-hmm. what are their racial politics going to look like now? Mm. Because th- this is this is this is going to go on for a minute, I suspect. Mm-hmm, but how mm-hmm. how do you change? So how do you fucking change? Mm-hmm. How do you embrace your own humanity? Because you're you've reduced your humanity too through this race thing. You're mm-hmm, reduced. Mm-hmm. You're just mm-hmm. in the in, in the muck of it, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. have a gun and you have some authority. Mm-hmm. That's basically mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm really holding what you said with a lot of love and and mm-hmm. gently because mm-hmm. I am quite resentful of this idea to have to prove mm-hmm. or employ or try to pull out someone else's humanity. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, especially I, when they want to put their knee on your neck yeah, and choke you yeah. and choke and that's you why death. the police yeah, like, yes. are the criminals and <laughs> right. that the systemic racism that continues mm-hmm. to happen like mm-hmm. that's just abstract shit for a lot of people. This like this person's shooting a fucking gun at me. This is the symbol of that, you know. So, 
I'm holding it. 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 Well, I think, <laughs> I think we're we'll, we'll hold I think, it together. I think that's one, one main front of the fight. I do think that, but I'm thinking about Seth, this. Why don't you, yes. uh, j- just, why don't you take, why don't you take us out? So we're, okay. we're up on time. So okay. why do you, why do you go ahead and, I mean, pl- please finish your thought, but uh, with uh, an eye towards wrapping up. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that there's more to be said about this and I think we'll pick it up next time. But I want to say that I think we, we ought to talk about the fronts on which this battle can be joined because there's the, mm. there's a the situational front where there's in that moment when a cop confronts me and, and mm. I'm, and I'm at risk, then mm-hmm. in that moment, I need to find a way to be seen as human. I need mm-hmm. to, I need to find his humanity so he can see mine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Really quick. But, yes. But, but before, but before that, in the in the backroom offices, in the town halls, in the legislative um, uh, uh, committees, we need to find a way to limit the power of the police. The, to, mm-hmm. to, and we can talk about mm-hmm. how and why mm-hmm. and under what conditions, but that mm-hmm. needs to happen clearly. Stephen, yes, say what you're going to say, please. Oh, no, I was just saying that you have to, I'm thinking of you or thinking of Travis, because we just all put our bodies here and a Mm. police officer approaches us and we see that there's some ill intent coming towards us, whatever, Mm. Mm -hmm. whatever reason, we've got to inform that particular soul to, to, to bring out that humanity really, really quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. troubles me because... They put the onus on me. They put the onus on me to do all the work. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And also, this isn't TV where, you know, you're scripted. Right. You know, right. who knows right. what fucking, you're just going to be do de do de do you know, and then someone's yeah. approaching you and then you're lowering your voice. I mean, you don't know what you do in yeah. that moment. You right. know, I don't know yeah. if I'd explode and be like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know, you don't know. So it's it's I, just. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we need to, we, there's so much more to talk about, but we need to, um, um, we need to hold space for um, being our authentic selves and realizing that and 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 hold that space with the realization that it's going to take some time to get through some of this stuff it's going to take some time just for us to like be able to be able to be able to function um, be able mm. to be able to get back into our own lives with any sort of like intention and grace, and uh, so I'm just trying. I'm just mm. aiming for that right now. For like for that. me, um, I'm trying to prepare for the very real. And I am not. I mean, you both know I am not a pessimist. Uh, mm. I think things are. I think things are going to get worse. Mm. Wow. Um, and and I I think. I am trying to sort of reorient myself to what I think the country's going to look like in the near term. Mm. I, I, I don't, I don't, for, 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 for me, it's, it, it's going to be a lot about performing normalcy while I'm preparing for something else. Mm. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> okay. So we need to talk about that next time. Yeah. All That's right. a really powerful so. thing to say. Yeah, it there's is. so many reasons. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, my friends, um, be safe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.